Welcome back to Quick Bits, covering the week of May 22nd to May 26th. A lot of court hearings this week, as I covered hearings in both Idaho on the Koberger prosecution and in Florida on the Petito Laundry civil case. A lot going on in both of these cases. I am going to try to make it quick. So let's get into it. I'm legal analyst Emily D. Baker. This is the Quick Bits, where I break down just the main points of the pop culture and entertainment cases I'm currently covering on YouTube and The Emily Show podcast. Let's get into it. First, a thank you to StreamYard, which makes recording all of my content so easy. The live court hearings, the podcasts like this one and The Emily Show, it's absolutely fantastic. And I love being a StreamYard ambassador. So on Monday, you saw me covering the Coburger arraignment live. There were actually multiple hearings on calendar. The arraignment was very fast. Coburger stood silent instead of entering a not guilty plea. Effectively, it's the same. It's a not guilty plea, but without saying the words not guilty. There's been lots of speculation as to why he did that, but it also seems that it might be his legal strategy setting up a challenge to the grand jury down the road. There's lots of pretrial motions to come in that prosecution. We also saw arguments over the gag order and the court being very strong with their language about the media. The media saying that there is irreparable harm here every day that this gag order stands and the court saying, well, actually, irreparable harm goes two ways and there can be harm caused by the media. And we are going to balance the rights of the media and the rights of this defendant. Based on the court's statements, I don't think this judge is inclined at all to remove the gag order entirely, maybe modify it, but not remove it. And the court brought up sua sponte on their own that they want to talk again about cameras in the courtroom. So we will see what this judge, whose name is John Judge, yes, the judge's name is Judge Judge. We will see what Judge Judge does with cameras in the courtroom. But I can already tell that this judge is not thrilled with the media and definitely doesn't want this case to be impacted in any way by media coverage. But no ruling was made on the gag order. That was set over to June 9th. A trial date was set for October 2nd, 2023. Note that that trial date can change, but at this time, the defendant has not waived trial. That means that the case needs to go to trial within six months. The end of that time period is in November 2023. But the defendant can later waive time to extend the trial into 2024, if need be. We will see what happens as discovery gets turned over as they get access to the grand jury transcripts and the rest of it. I also covered new documents that became available after the court hearing, wherein there's more discovery being fought over and a lot of more details learned by what the defense thinks they're going to get from the grand jury, etc. So that was covered in my live stream on Tuesday. And I will link it, of course, so you can go see it for yourself. Let's get into what's going on with the Petito Laundry civil lawsuit. I broke down the litigation running up to the court hearing on Wednesday on the Emily Show podcast. Gabby Petito's parents are suing Brian Laundry's parents for intentional infliction of emotional distress. They then added to the lawsuit the attorney, Stephen Bertolino, who made public statements about the case. 
getting ready for hearing on Wednesday were two motions to dismiss that I, one of which I'd covered in the past, one of which we have not covered thoroughly yet, and a motion for protective order with regard to this burn after reading letter that Roberta Laundry wrote to Brian Laundry. Roberta Laundry said in an affidavit that this letter was written before Brian Laundry left with Gabby Petito on the road trip. The plaintiff's argument, Gabby Petito's parents are arguing that because this letter is undated, it should be turned over to them in discovery, and it later will be up for a jury to decide when this letter was written and if the things in this letter show that the laundry parents, or at least Roberta Laundry, knew that Brian Laundry had killed Gabby Petito at the time the statements that are being sued over here were made. That letter contains some really interesting language. And because the protective order motion was denied in a court hearing on Wednesday, that letter has since been made public after I completed my coverage. So we're going to talk about that letter real quick. The letter not only says that if you're in jail, I will bake a cake with a file in it. And if you need to dispose of a body, I will show up with a shovel and garbage bags. But it also talks about the fact that Roberta Laundrie will always love Brian Laundrie no matter what, even if he does the unthinkable, even if nothing can make her stop loving her son. The argument for the lawyers, if this case goes to trial, will be whether or not this was written afterwards and Roberta was telling her son, I, essentially, I know what you've done, but no matter what, I will still love you. And I will be breaking all of that down next week because there's a lot more to talk about in this letter that is now public. But on the motions to dismiss, the court has not ruled yet. The court took those under submission, essentially, and said, I will issue a written ruling soon. So we will see that with the motions to dismiss. Those motions to dismiss are two, one from attorney Stephen Bertolino arguing slightly different legal grounds than the laundries themselves. The laundries have made two previous motions to dismiss. They have been denied, but we did see the plaintiff agreeing to modify some of the things that are in the complaint and take them out after their argument. It was really an interesting day of lawyering. It was a longer court hearing. I'm interested to see what the written ruling is. Is there a chance that the case gets dismissed as to attorney Stephen Bertolino? Yes. Is it likely the court would allow the Petito family to then amend their complaint again? Yes. This is the first time it's come up as to this defendant since he's been added. So even if it does get granted the motion to dismiss, it's likely that it is not the end of the road for this difficult civil lawsuit. I have never seen a civil suit with IIED used in this way, and we're going to keep talking about that. And with that, it is a weekend for me to go see live music, so I am off to go see Dave Matthews. I hope that you have an incredible weekend, a great Memorial Day, and take some time for yourself. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being honored, and I will see you in the next one. For deep dives into the stories that I covered here, you can find them on my YouTube channel at The Emily D. Baker and The Emily Show Podcast. 
I stream every Tuesday and Thursday. The podcast goes live on Wednesdays. And if you want more Law Nerd community, come join us at lawnerdsunite.com.